This writer writes something here that I, I really want us to catch hold of. Even I think it's a comparison uh, that this writer asked of us. It said, to whom will you liken God? And what likeness uh, will you compare, amen, unto Him? Now, I don't know how you are when you read the Scripture, but I, I, I am one of those that like to get in and try to see what this writer is trying to say. And so, in the next couple of verses, amen, there is something written in here that your eyes need to behold. Amen. And you need to look at. Because when we're comparing things to God, they, there's only certain things that we know we can do. We know God is unmitted. We know that God can. We know that there's nothing. He's, he's done so much. Amen. But this writer is saying to this man, Amen. How are you going to compare God? Well, how are you going to do that, brother? Matthew, pick up and read 19 and 20 of that 40th chapter. The workman melts a graven image. Uh-huh. And the goldsmith spreadeth it over with gold and casteth silver chains. He that is so impoverished that he hath no, no oblation chooseth a tree that will not rot. He seeketh unto him the cunning workman to prepare a graven image. That shall not be moved. Alright. Now think about that for just a moment. The writer's asking this workman to compare on what do you think about who he is and what his likeness is. And the first thing he did is get something that cannot reach out to nobody. Can't do anything. It's a tree that won't rot. This won't, you know, it's not going nowhere. Even, and then he covers it with a, a, a little bit of beauty uh, to make it look good. Even, and he spread it over and the, uh, the gold and he got the silver chains. And it's, oh, it's just beautiful. Even, what, what's he really doing? What it, what's really taking place is that sometimes we think that we can get it in the right place at the right moment and make it look good for everything to be okay. Come on, man. Come on. It, it is in our hearts Amen, to please God. Come on, it is in our hearts to reach out to Him. It is what we feel inside of us. And so the workman is Amen. diligently making something he can look at and behold Amen. And it's lasting because we don't want God to go away. We don't want the Lord to leave. We don't want Him to pass on by. But this thing can't do anything at all for Him. Come on. I want you to think about that for just a moment. He did all this beautiful work, Brother Bill. Amen. And it kind of reminds me of sometimes we go out and find something that's beautiful. And we give it to somebody because we want them to know we're thinking about them. And all it does is what? Sit right there. Come on. But there's a memory behind it. There's a thought behind it. Even there's something that's real. Even, and even though we can't put it in all the places that we like, we want to know that God is still real. Amen. Amen. 
you got the soul riders right here. You got he's getting his spirit moved. He got he's trying to place it all in the right thing. He bet and he makes a realization. Amen, that there's something even deeper than what this man, amen, could make. There's something even richer than what he could ever imagine. Amen, because God is different than anything else. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Is different than and so the writer begins to get stirred in his spirit. And he gets him to understand. Even that there is something in awe about our God. Hallelujah. There's something special. There's something that's different than anything else that we have ever come in contact with. And as I watched the singer sing last night, and I was thinking about all the things we wanted to do to give our praise to God. Amen. It was just that was deep down and stirring and reaching. That's what God does in our life. You see, the Lord stirs the inner man. He begins to stir the heart. Even and although this workman can't make this idol speak, and although it can't do anything like, well, Matthew, it's going to be all right. It's still a work to show the beauty and how beautiful something is, even that can be made. And he was careful to get something that would not fade. You know the Lord did that same thing to us. Even he gave us something that would not fade, that would not pass, that would not leave. He did all that he knew to do. He been in all of his writings. And then Isaiah says, can I paint you a little better picture? Can I show you something a little more? Can I open up your eyes and let you see? Amen. God is more than that. He's more than that. Amen. A lot of times we only see a glimmer. We only see a little bit. Every once in a while we get to a place where the anointing and the Spirit of God begins to move. But it's more than that. Even he wants to do more than that. And so the writer writes beginning in this next verse. Brother Bill, if you pick up, even read verses 21 and 22 for just a little bit. Have you not known? Have you not known? Oh. Have it not been told to you from the beginning? Yeah. Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? Okay, hold that for just a minute. Amen. Isn't this something that right brings up the beginning? Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. Have you not heard? Do you remember what it was like? You remember the first time you heard the voice of God? Yeah. You remember the first time right. you remember God began to You know what it was, what it was like when it began. Everything is pure. Everything is rich. Everything is good. Yes. Amen. I want you to know you don't see no wrong. Amen. There's something about the beauty of your beginning when you're reaching out to God. There's something so beautiful that the writer says, you remember what it was like? I do. I remember when I felt the covering. Come on. I remember when I felt the touch. Mm -hmm. I remember what it was like mm -hmm. to feel good. Amen. Oh. I remember when I came down that first time to the altar. I still remember. I, 
I laugh at myself a little bit, but I came down just like this. I don't know what I was looking for, but I remember I felt something. I remember that in, in the beginning, there was a stirring. There was something different. I came to church that morning not thinking about being saved. I came to church not thinking about anything. And then all of a sudden, the Spirit of God began. And all of a sudden, it looked like that preacher got right up. <laughs> looked me right in the face. Amen. Yes. Man, I thought, oh, I don't like that feeling. Amen. What does he know? What's he going to tell? Come on. Come on. That's good. He Amen. And he revealed every sin ever I did from the whole group. Somebody had gone over and said, hey, let me tell you a little something about Brother Al. He's not doing real good. He man, he needs his life straightened up. He man, and I want you to know, it felt like he's sick. He picked me out and said, hey, boy, you better straighten up. Come on. You better, you better get right with God. But you know what the effect was? It did something in here. Come on. Come on. Yes. Oh, it's awful. It did something in here. Amen, you see the spirit of God is real. Amen, it's not just a statue. It's not just a thing. It's something that will serve you. It's something that will make you die. It's something that will touch your life. It's something that will change you forever. Something that's a stirring inside. Amen, it's on the right side. You remember what it was like? You remember how you felt? Amen, that just beautiful Spirit of God that just sweeps over you. Amen. It touches your life. So oh. I was reading this last night, the Spirit of God had woke me up and thought, Amen. I was trying to write it all down. I was thinking, Lord, I remember when I was innocent. Yes. Pure before you. I remember when I was Hallelujah, when I got up, he better realize that if you blew the truck, it was going to be all right. He better just say, come on home, boy. It was going to be all right. I remember the feeling that rushed over that said everything going to be all right. Remember what it's like in the beginning? He better when you had no enemies. Yes. We didn't have anybody. Even if you see anything wrong with you, because you were just a newborn baby Christ. Oh, Jesus. I remember it. I remember coming to the church. I remember what it was like just to come in to worship God. I didn't come for anybody. I just came because I wanted to worship God. Amen. Remember what it was like? Even what everybody thought well of me. Yeah. Because there's a freshness. There's a special moment. There's that air about the Spirit of God being present in, our, in, our, in, our, in that moment of time. But do you remember, Amen, when it just felt good? Amen. To feel good? Amen. Come on, Amen. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that, just different. Amen. I was just sitting there watching the service this 
story. And I said, Lord, don't let this pass. Amen. Oh, don't Hallelujah. let this pass. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. We started singing a little bit. And the Spirit of God started moving. And I just said, Lord, I thought, Amen. this might be the time that we, we have that, what we call a blowout. You know, where, where the, all the heaven falls and even every life has changed. You better see the way it felt. And I thought, oh, Lord Jesus. And I was restraining myself. I want you to know I did real good, Brother Bell. You did that. Amen. Why? Because you could feel something. It was an abundance of the Spirit of God. There was that flow. He never remembered that. And so in this beginning, he's kind of reminding of the freshness of the Spirit of God. Freshness. And special moment when the fragrance is at its greatest. I remember when Sister Paula went, she went over there to the others, and she found this spray that she thought would work good and brother. <laughs> and so she bought it. And I remember squeezing out the first little bit. And I put it on and I said, what do you think, hon? Oh, that smells good. <laughs> yeah. You see, there's something about the freshness. Yes. Yes. Just the spirit of God. With no gimmicks. That's right. Oh, oh, you, Jesus. No phony thing. Amen. It's the right or right. Amen. He said, you know, you met boys like. Sometimes I wish, but like every once in a while, I wish we could just be as that newborn babe. Just sitting there and just the overflow of the Holy You remember what it was like when you felt the dude dance run up and down your arm. He'd been in the back of the chair beginning to crawl. He better you can realize, oh, I'm in the presence of, of the Holy God. I'm in the presence of That's I'm in the presence of even of anointing. And I can feel it. Amen. That's why the wind is blowing again. That's why, hallelujah. Expect anything. Yes. You remember? You, I, I know some of y'all going back. You remember when there was in places where the church you couldn't hardly wait to get there? Yes. Come on. Because you do something's going on. There was just yeah, inside of you. Yes. Amen. It was just you and God. No long so we have all these old things going on. And I was watching a little bit this morning. I said, You dare? Come on. I'm going to sit back. Come on. What do you mean, brother? Listen, God is different. That's right. 
The Holy Ghost is different. Amen. When it wants to move, you've got to let it move. Amen. Come on. Come on. When the Spirit of God is stirred, let's go ahead and walk in. When the water is troubled, hallelujah. Let's get it in the We don't know what tomorrow holds. Amen. We don't know what's going to happen next week. Nope. We don't know. I remember first time I noticed a little bit of change this morning. This young boy got saved. Stood up and said, Hallelujah, thank God I'm free. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And one of these old brothers said, You're not free, it's going to cost you everything. Come on. Thanks. I really need that. Come on. What were they trying to do? Well, they're going to need to know. They're going to be some paths down the road. Come on. You're going to have to make some choices. That's what they were trying to say. Yeah. Instead of letting him what? Enjoy. Come on. Yeah, just let him enjoy. Let him soak it in. The battles are coming under our. Leave him alone. Let him get blessed. Let the spirit of God come over here. Praise God. Oh, well, we got to teach him. Sometimes stuff. Even when you know what's best for the children of God. We have no set pattern in our church. I want you to know that. It's not three songs, Sunday school, and hallelujah. We don't come in with that Because we come in to worship. Because sometimes we need it right in the beginning. Come on. Amen. You know why? 
Because when we get too much of our mind of what's around us instead of what's for us, we're here to worship. We're here to praise Him. We're here to give Him thanks. This time when the first time we ran the doctor, I remember the tears that streaked down. I just yes. don't reach you. Been out on the wall, but I was sad. Come on. <laughs> Why? Because he was a fresh church is something. He meant about the Spirit of God. It's a fresh. Amen. Every once in a while, I want to do this. I want to put blinders on everybody. Come on, that's good. Amen. That's good. Yeah. What do you mean, Brother House? You know, when they have a horse, they want it to go one direction, they put blinders on it. Come on, Yes. Come on. What's up with that? Come on, preach. I don't know. <laughs> preach. <laughs> oh, no, just, just be here. Yeah. I'd say right to the spot. So I want you to see something. I want you to feel something. I want you to know something. I want to show you something. Amen. That you hadn't seen yet. Amen. Even though your work is real good and it looks nice, it can't talk to you. But mine's the Spirit of the Lord can reach into your heart, reach into your life, change whatever's going on. I want you to understand. Even oh, they're still good with all of that. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It was a Because we're so missing what God wants to do. He wants to have a relationship with you and me and you. He's wanting to do something. You don't have to worry. Please hear me. Come on. If it's not the Spirit of God, I'll tell you. Come on. Yes. Come on. You don't have to worry about that. Come on. Come on. Even after 50 years of preaching this God, I know when it's real and when it's not. Come on. Come on. Bringing everything to a point. See how we look at God will make a difference in how we react to it. Come on. If you think God shut you out, you probably won't feel that. Come on. And if you feel like you shut me in, you feel everything. <laughs> Come on. Preach. Come on. But it's painting a picture. You see, there's an importance to understanding what God is wanting you to view and what He's wanting you to see. Even how He wants you to feel. Let's pick up again, Brother Bill. Let's read that next verse. 20 seconds. It is He that sitteth upon the circle of the, of the earth and in, in the inhabitants thereof as, uh, are as grasshoppers that stretches out to the heavens and the curtain and spread them out as a tent. Oh, I like this. Said, let me let me show you. Let me show you God. 
let me show you what it's like. You man, he's like sitting on the circle of the earth. Come on. Uh, that means high above. Okay, he's got to be able to see, but he's he's watching everything. Hallelujah. And he looks down and he sees us like little grasshoppers. You man just going here and there. And he been looking for food and look at all. Come on, church. He man, I want you to understand. He man, he's looking. He's reaching. He's doing everything. And he sees us out there. And he says, oh, I got to let him know. He man, there's something better. He man, there's something So there he is. He's just sitting there. He been watching what's going on. And then all of a sudden he spreads it all out like a curtain. And he applies it like a tent that you can sleep and live in. What are you saying, brother? I'm saying that there will be provision. Everything you need, everything you desire, everything you want is right out there in front of you. You can just picture it. everything in its right place. It said there's nobody like me. No So we see that. And then we see him say something that I think we need to understand. Lift up your eyes. Amen. Why didn't you say look down? Well, looks down means you're down. Mm-hmm. When you look up, you're yeah. up. Come on. Pretty easy, man. Come on. Lift up your eyes. You see, sometimes 
stuck. Yes. You got your eyes fastened. Oh, Even you're not looking at anything but him. You're not looking at anything but his beauty. You're not looking at anything but him. You're looking unto him. When you lift up your eyes, you're giving praise. You're giving worship. You're giving God everything. And can I tell you something? When you're looking up, you're not seeing what's around you. Come on. You're not seeing what's down. All you're seeing is what's up. The Creator, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords says this. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Amen. Neither is weary. Then there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and he giveth, amen, them that have no might, the increased strength that they need. Amen. I don't want you to understand. Amen. It's not just the worship it up, but it's the strength that will come as an end result. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's something about that I have ever known. Even though I was raised in the church, and even though I knew about God, I didn't know Him. I didn't know Him like I should. Sometimes we miss that. Hallelujah. He's God is different. He's different. Amen. He's wanting you to reach me. Can I tell you also that sometimes we distance ourselves from God not meaning to. Amen. Amen. Come on. We don't mean to. Come on. But we, we're of uh, people sometimes we think it's got to be just this way before something can happen. Yeah. But that's not the way God is. God is when you need Him. God is when you got to have it. Even at the very moment of time when you need him the most. When Lazarus died, all that was in Mary and Martha's mind was that God had been here, this wouldn't happen. But they would not have seen the power of the resurrection. They would not see who he really was. Even, even though he was dead in the grave for days, even Mary and Martha was yet to understand. That with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That all you had to do was believe. Come on. When he said, roll the stone away, the first thing they said was, Lord, you know he's stinking. Come on. Yeah, he would have been, except <laughs> I walked into the room. Amen. Yes. Amen. He's in his grave clothes. But don't worry, it's going to come out of him. He may be now, but he's not out. Yes, God, is able. God is able to change it. God is able to move it. This morning, I want you to know God is 
real. That's right. Just as real as you let it be. Is as close as you let it be. Yeah. Amen. Don't you put no distance between you and God. God is there. Amen. Amen. They had to wait four days for that restoration of the day. That's a long time when you're weeping. That's right. Yeah. Ninety-six hours. Cheers. The first thing when Martha heard that Jesus was close, she ran to him. Yeah. After a while, it wasn't long, Mary got the word. She made to it. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Did I not tell you I'm the resurrection? Don't give me dead yet, Hallelujah. Oh, do you not know? Everything I've been trying to tell you, everything I've been preaching out for you, even God is not dead. He's alive. Hallelujah. So he stretches out his hand. Story. It shows his purpose because he wants us to know how good it is. Amen. And then, of all the things that would come out of the mouth of those, the unbeliever said, Could it not be if this man had been here that that should be? said Jesus went not because of anything but their own deeds. Because that's usually what stops us from getting something from God. God wants you to have it all. He wants you to be blessed beyond measure. He wants you to understand his fullness is real. And there's only watching daily to see what Jesus Who's not a spectacle? Please hear me. No. It was to build faith in the church. It's built faith in us. It's to let us know. Even there's hope when it looks like there's no hope. There's help when it looks like there's no help. There's a need there that God will be if you dare believe. Then he spoke those famous words, Lazarus, come forth. And he couldn't come forth like he wanted to, he was back up the place. So we hobbled in. Think about it. Come on. Yeah, I almost fell. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he's trying to get to Jesus. Yes. He's trying to get to where he is. He may be no longer. He may be no longer. He may be how is that? Stuff in the Word of God is real. Come on. 
And every rider gets to ride it differently. Isn't that wonderful? <coughs> and every, brother, every preacher gets to preach it Take 